Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Griggs, here with the super producer, A.S. McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, man? How you doing? Man, I'm good, man. We, you know, we took a week off, man, but we'll be back, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for Rested checking us out. And, and, and refreshed. Ready absolutely. to go. Absolutely. 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 Thank you for checking us out. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D. Also online at hp53productions.com for our mer her 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 herch. You can also find additional content such as the Father Good podcast with Kenny Stevenson and Marshall Givens and our own Ezra McMahon with the Evie Easy Smoke and GM podcast. You guys record this week? Uh, we did. We talked about all the goings on in the NFL right now with uh, Lamar Jackson getting the franchise tag and... Uh, Aaron Rodgers possibly going to the Jets. Yes, he should. Uh, what the Bears will do with the first round, with the first pick of the draft. Hey, hey, man, they they're not going to trade. They're not going to get rid of Justin Fields, are they? They they're no, not going to do no, that. I'm, I'm, I keep hearing this. I'm like, hey, 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 don't be stupid. No, no, don't be no. stupid. Okay, no, only, only, only the idiots out there are are trying to push that narrative. Uh, no way they trade Justin Fields. It would be ridiculously stupid to do that because um, you you have uh, a known commodity in Justin Fields. You know that this is a guy that can't be special. You don't know what these guys coming out of the draft are going to be. So burn the hand. I don't. I don't. I don't see that happening. Um, so yeah, that was that was that was pretty much it, man. Um, we touched on on John Moran as well. And what's what's, hey, what's going on with him? Let's say that for a second. I know we're doing doing our search announcements. Those memes are hilarious. I saw Ja Wick, which had me on the floor. <laughs> but what made me scream is Ja Warrant. Ja, I I died. Just like yo, Ja Warrant is is the funniest thing ever. It's like, bro, how you mess up on your day off? Okay, man, you don't like <laughs> real. You got fired on your day off, like fam, and I, and I mean, you know, he's right in known. time, Sometimes the Nike you... deal was popping up, and the Powerade deal popped up. It's like, Ja, for who, for what? So hopefully, he learns a lesson out of this. You know, we'll, he ain't got no, he ain't got no we'll choice, see. man. Yeah, he ain't got no choice. Yeah. But you know, shout to Ja Wick. But make sure you check out the Easy Smoke and GM Podcast, the Father Good Podcast, and of course SDP wherever you get your podcast. So as we got a lot of lot to discuss since we missed last week, man, but. Uh, the Oscars are this weekend. Do you watch the Oscars? Nope. I haven't in a while. I, you know, so you know, I mean, you know, you guys know I work for Vibe magazine. I went to the Vibe Awards and I saw the inner workings of an award show. I was like, yeah, this stuff fake. I'm I'm cool. Not not the not that the vibe was whack. It was like you know, you see the BTS of a award show. It's kind of like, hey, it's cool. But 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 now my sister, shout out to Slick, shout out to Jay. <laughs> I was talking to Sharon. I was like, yo, the Oscars are on Sunday. She's like, wait, wait, this Sunday? She said, oh, I got a party. I got to cancel that. I'm going to have to leave that thing early, get home for the Oscars. I was like, for real? 
Dude, they watch the Oscars. They they on the phone all night. They love this thing, man. But you know, the Oscars never and people be like they hate the Oscars, but let you win an Oscar though. Like, shout out. We say we don't watch it, but let us be up for our project, our special project that we can talk about on the air. Is getting the Oscar. Guess what we're doing? Masking out, maxing out all the credit cards. Show to the Oscars, baby. Well, <laughs> thanks for that. Not, you not made I don't have an issue with the Oscars. I just, you know, just don't watch it. Other things going on, and honestly, the last few years, I really haven't seen a movie that was nominated for for an Oscar. You know, so so speaking of, so I'm gonna go through the categories: best picture, best director, best actor, best actress, best okay. original screenplay, best adapted screenplay, best animated feature film, best international feature film. Best documentary feature, best documentary short subject. It's a lot of categories. I was like, it's a lot of games. Best live action short film, best animated short film, best original score, best original song, best sound, best production design, best cinematography, best makeup and hairstyling. That's actual, but I guess it's hard work. Best costume absolutely, design. Absolutely. No, it is. It is. Best film editing and think best about, visual effects. Think about. Um, um, the sci-fi type flicks, right? That I mean, it's, the, yeah, 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 yeah. So now, best pictures. So we'll, we'll stay. We'll go with best picture director, actor, and actresses, right? So the best pictures are all quiet on the Western Front. You see that? Nope. I have no even no idea what this movie is. Avatar: The Way of Water. You see that? Nope. Dog. I saw the, first, I saw the original Avatar, and I was yeah, like, yeah, I really and listen, I'm out. I'm out, bro. Yeah, that was too emotional. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Once my man decided to go the Avatar way, I was out. I was like, hey, clearly he chose, he picked. What are you doing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's of Inner Sharon. I heard great things about this movie, but haven't seen it. What's that? What's that again? The Banshees of Inner Sharon. No, I haven't seen that. Elvis. Uh, now, here's the movie I saw. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Have you seen that? No. Great movie, actually. So, I, uh, The Fae Woman's Tar, Top Gun Maverick, which I haven't seen yet. Bro. I did see, I did see Top Gun Maverick, and I heard it's fantastic. It is Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking. So, to your point is, I know I saw a bunch of movies in twenty one. I know I did. I saw some good movies, and of the list that we named, I saw one, and I'm probably you know I'll see Top Gun this weekend. But I mean, that's it. And I and I've always to your point. It's like most Oscars, man. It's like you know, I you know, y'all y'all gotta y'all gotta y'all gotta criteria movies you like. I like my movies. You know what I'm saying? Like now for the 2023 Oscars, 2024 Oscars, it better be that John Wick. Better be that Mission Impossible. Go ahead, this. I was gonna say I I saw part of Elvis. What what? So part of it means you didn't like it or something, or just I, I usually part of Elvis. It was on HBO Max. Oh, and so when you fell asleep? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, Jeez. I wasn't into it. It Jeez. was weird, man. The first, <laughs> the first twenty five minutes in, it was a little weird. weird. Okay, uh, yeah, it was a little weird. So I, I, I think I got out. So yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen it all the way through. So I've seen one and a half of the of the nominated movies that are that are uh, that are up for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. So a couple, a couple of uh, honorable mentions. So Steven Spielberg is nominated as the best director for The Fae Woman's uh, Best Actress, Kate Blanchett in Tar. Let me see. Michelle Yao, Everything, 
everywhere all at once. Again, that, that's actually a pretty good movie. Again, I saw that movie. But now Angela Bassett was is a nominee for Best Supporting Actress in for Wakanda Forever. Now you saw Wakanda Forever, right? I did see that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean she was a fantastic job. And also I must say, Jamie Lee Curtis, everything everywhere all at once. So again, I saw that movie. They were both fantastic in that movie, man. Uh but like so it's best that sucks for this two actresses up for that for that uh um for the everything everywhere all at once. Uh oh, Jamie Lee Curtis yeah, they, and yeah. Stephanie the one Sue. Win it. Yeah, they not they neither one of them win it. Yeah, that, you, that you split the vote right there, right? But see, here's the thing, though. I so I was listening to a podcast today about the Grammys, and they were talking about how like you either get a statue or certificates. You know what? Did you know about this? So, so everybody doesn't get a Grammy, like the actual plaque. Like so, if you didn't do fifty four percent, say as a producer, if you didn't pre- produce or write fifty one percent of the record, you don't get the actual statue. You know, you get a certificate to say that you were you were on a Grammy nominated album or you know song. But you don't get a statue. Okay. And all I have to say is I feel like, though, with an Oscar, winning it is fantastic. Winning is like, you know, checks go up, and, you know, the, 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 the number today is the same as what the price went up, right? But I feel like if you're Oscar nominated, right, that goes a long way. Yeah, but do you, are, you, are you posting the certificates? Hey, man, when it comes to negotiation, you know I was Oscar nominated. Right, for, me, for, for, for me, for instance, uh, I work in I work in in sports television. Shout out to Comcast. So I've worked at at um, I've been nominated on on some projects a few times. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I get a certificate every time. I couldn't tell you where the certificates are for the for the nominations. Whoa! Time out. What well, first? Slight flex. Two, you tripping. I would put those things up. <laughs> but, 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 but I know exactly where the Emmy is. Oh, okay, okay. Let's, let's, yeah, you was acting a little flippant there for a second, bro. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's, 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 let's keep it up. Let's keep it a buck. Like, you should have, as I'm, I am surprised. You should have those up when next time I'm walking in your house, I should see the certificates. I, I gotta find them. What are you doing? Don't see, don't let me get a certificate, man. I, I gotta me. find him. I know where the what? Emmy is, though. The Emmy, the Emmy is is, see? Dog. is is posted exactly where it needs to be. Everybody you're, can see it. You're killing the pod. We should say <laughs> Emmy nominated. <laughs> it's a big man. What are we doing? That's, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh my god. I'm okay, just let's just nominated. Eh. You tripping, you tripping. But eh. I feel like with an Oscar. Saying Emmy Oscar, Oscar I'm, I'm saying Oscar I'm going to say I'm going to say Oscar is probably a little a little different. Even wait wait I'm going to say for mainstream because I'm not you know I'm not flexing like this isn't a national Emmy it's a it's a it's a uh, uh, Chicago Midwestern. See Emmy. see see as guess what guess what guess what guess what I wouldn't care if you would have said. <laughs> You right. say Emmy nominated? I ask you no questions. So I'm saying if someone gets nominated for an Oscar, yeah, that that's. That's that's huge. I'm not. So, I'm not. I'm not trying to poo-poo that at all. I'm just saying, so, as a as a person that's nominated, I don't. Want, I don't want to. You know, yeah. I'll I'll tell you I was nominated, but I don't want to. I don't want to see the certificate. That tell that tells yeah. me I lost. You tripping? I give me an airbrush painted T-shirt saying Emmy nominated, fam. But to your point though, like so so the for the movie everywhere, 
uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. That show HBO Max. Like these, they have nominations for best actress, best supporting actress, best supporting actor. Right. Okay. So I think just to say that this has been an Emmy nominated movie is a big deal. Like that's that's almost like, you know, or Oscar. Oscar got, nominated, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Oscar nominated. Yeah. And they get so they got to the pinnacles like, yo, you, the, the the Academy recognized our work and nominated various. I, I'm, I'm not you know I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that it's, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying if I were the if I were the person that was nominated. You know, you want to win. Right. And so yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would necessarily post. The, the certificates. That's just me. Oh, and before we move on, it's a year from uh, the famous slap. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes, Will Smith yes, slapping Chris yes. Rock, and, it's, and it feels like it's like that year won't by fast. Yeah, and it feels like we're still not over it, right? Chris Rock had a special on it. I haven't seen. It. Have you seen it on that? I saw. It? I saw it. I saw. Was it, it funny to you? I heard it, it was not funny. It was. Uh, it was. It was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Um, and I, it wasn't. I, I'm not going to say it was. It was his his best special ever. But yeah. it was funny. I did. I, I laughed. But also, I think it's like, hey man, you know, all jokes aside, that brother went through a very traumatic experience. Yeah, and I thought, man. I thought the way he handled that that part of it, I thought he was, I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. It, it was the. I think it was the right way to do it. Number one, he he, you know, gets a live special on Netflix that he gets paid forty something million dollars. Nice. Hey man. That's a that's a good place to go and you know tell your story. <laughs> Local <laughs> tell Emmy them how nominated. You feel. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm saying, man. So yeah, the forty M's. So no, I, I thought I thought I thought it was good. Okay. So some more. So another movies we've seen: best adapted screenplay category. So one movie that's nominated is Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. I enjoyed that was on Netflix. I enjoyed that movie thoroughly. So, you know, I hope they win. To your point is, it's like, I hope the ones I saw win. Uh, Best animated feature film. So the kids did not, Pinocchio was up up on the list. We tried watching that. And it was like, yeah, it's a little weird, bro. Uh, You know, the chipmunks kind of, when they don't like something, they parachute real fast. I I don't even see them disappear. There's all of a sudden be another room. Like, how'd how'd y'all leave? I put this movie on for y'all, man. How how um, are they, how are they in with with movies? Do they, do uh, they have... so so Aiden's my movie buddy, okay. like Aiden. So Aiden and I we already have plans to see this new Shazam movie. Uh, obviously, Super Mario movie that's on deck. That's that's you know that's that's already. Uh, so he's cool. Chase hates a movie. Like I I think he's he doesn't like you know dark. The theater's dark. You know this movie. He's to him he's like hey man. I'll watch it at home. I understand that. <laughs> He's like, I'm at, I'm at the crib, bro. You know, and Aiden has movie rules. Like, we can't eat our snacks before the... We have to watch the credits before we eat our snacks. So I had to learn not to get nachos. So I'm, not, I'm not supposed to get cold and I'd be, I'd be irritated. So I get I get candy now when I'm with, when I'm with Aiden. So, so no no snacks during the previews. Yeah, no, no. That's Aiden saying. Brooklyn is just like, hey, bro, uh, we could have done anything else but a movie. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Yeah, she 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 starts singing "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." I mean, as soon as the movie started, you know what I'm saying. I got I got an ass out of a movie once for Brooklyn. They was like, "Excuse me, sir, you're making too much noise." I apologize. So yeah, so Aiden is the only one who really really, really likes the movie, and and so we already have our list ready to go, man. Yeah, I know. I've I heard Marshall talk about it on on uh on the Father Good part uh, podcast that mm-hmm. his kids don't really don't really get into movies all that much. Dog, it's it, it, it's it's weird because, you know, with their attention span, it's just it's hard to keep them. Like Aiden watched 
the some Pikachu movie. We went to see my parents, okay. and um, you know, he asked he asked to watch it on TV, and the Pikachu movie came up, and he sat there and watched the whole thing. And I'll give it to him; he's very focused. If he likes it, he he'll sit there. I mean, the Chipmunks, man, they'll watch a thirty minute show like on Netflix and rewind the first ten minutes, like. 20 times and it's like yo it's like uh y'all miss y'all don't even understand what happens later i don't know kids are weird i i'm I'm trying to stop saying weird for a lot of reasons (laughs) but it's like what what are you doing uh geez but you know that's that's a tangent and a half man but see here we get into like what you said is a lot of movies that are on the oscars are movies i've never seen the best international feature film I mean, all quiet on the rest of Western Front, Argentina, nineteen eighty-five, close EO. It's like that's why I like that MTV uh, movie awards because yeah. it was like, hey, I saw, I see, I seen these that movies. you know, yeah, yeah. It's like I've watched these movies. So best documentary feature. Hopefully, that's something we do one day. Uh, I don't even know the name of these. See, and, and when people who watch the Oscars, like my sister, I know. For a fact, my sister has probably seen zero of these movies. Like, for real. I don't even think she's seen Black Panther. Sorry, Slick, if you if you listen to this. Best live action <laughs> short film, best animated yeah, short I film. I don't even know like where to where to see those. Yeah, it's films. like the, these are not the big so here's the thing is would you rather have an Oscar or a half a billion dollar movie? The half a billion dollar movie. I'm with you, bro. Because it's, it's, look, look at look at it like this. But wait, is Tom Cruise nominated this year? For, yeah, uh, Top Gun. Oh, for Best Actor? For Best Actor. No, absolutely not. Okay. Would you rather be Tom Cruise or some actor? I can't, I can't think of anybody. Some actor that won an Oscar and you haven't really seen much from him after well, that. Well, well, so, because so, here's the thing. Tom Cruise, he has the... Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah, I give you this one: yeah. Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks? Uh, Tom Hanks. Well, that's Tom, a good call. Tom Hanks has won two two Oscars and been nine, like, but, nominated a few other times. So here's a Tom Cruise thing: we we went over this before. He's the greatest action superhero in movies. We we talked about this already. Like that's that's my vote. I don't care what people say, but I think what Tom Cruise has done well: he's he's tied himself to franchises. Right or, or a franchise of sorts, Mission Impossible, which make you know so much money per movie. And this, I mean, Part Seven coming out this summer. Tom Hanks, because here's the thing too: Tom Cruise, you because he's done it so long. I think he's just at a point where like, I'm just making a movie that's fun for me. I don't I don't need to win an Oscar before like I've been doing that already. And I feel like with Tom Hanks, it's like, you know, like this Mr. Otto movie that he's making now. Will that win an Oscar? No. But Tom Cruise's movies, every time you show up, it's, it's at least half a Billy Goat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's so I think I would be Tom Cruise because I have more phone movies and I make more money, you know? But to Tom Hanks's credit, I think that's that display. And another no no shot at Tom Hanks. Yeah, no shot, no, none at all. But I, I think to uh, your that's point, he's one of my favorite actors. But to your point, it's like Tom Cruise's movies as of now are not necessarily based upon like the skill of acting, and that's no shade to Tom Cruise. It's just like 
the movie overall is just a, it's just like more entertaining and engaging with the movies Tom Hanks make are more like you know he's 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 different people every time the movie screen comes on Tom yeah. Cruise and again Tom brother Tom if you hear this I'm a big fan you should I you're my number one action superhero but he's the same person every it's like he got the Denzel thing going right it's like he's Denzel every movie. He's Tom Cruise in every movie, man. So it's just so I rather I but I would pick Tom Cruise because he's making that paper. It's just yeah. what it is, man. Yeah. Like I'm I dude, I've watched Mission Impossible, one of those, one of those movies at least once a week, bro. Love, I love those movies. I don't know. It the movies got they got me, man. He got me. He got me in his pocket, man. But I hope I, I don't think Angela Bassett will win, but it's cool to be nominated, I guess. Uh, best film editing, costume design, but you know, oh, the Batman was actually nominated for best visual visual effects. So this is what all movies we saw. I did Batman, see Batman, yeah. Bla- Batman, the Batman, Black Panther, and Top Gun were all voted uh, were nominated for best visual effects. Yeah, so enjoy the Oscars, guys, for watch all these movies you haven't seen. Uh, because I know no, you all have not, and I feel like the Oscars too. It's weird, like you'll see a movie. The Grammys like this in a way, but it's like these movies are win, and then people will go watch them. Then thereafter, and then they start. Then it kind of makes up on the other end of it, right? It's like it was an indie movie that made no money until it won the Oscar, and now people love it. So yeah, that's hey, that. what's your what's your over under on Will Smith Chris Rock mentions during the Oscar? Hmm. Let's, is let's it bet? Set is it, it fanboy? What's the what's the bet? What's I, haven't the seen it. I haven't seen it, but I'll give you a number. Let's let's say one and a half. Oh, over. Over. Somebody's gonna say, hey, I don't want to say anything crazy. I want to get slapped like Chris a Rock. Ha 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 ha. That's gonna happen. At least twice. At least yeah. twice, bro. Look At least twice. Cause because I'm telling you, that was so earth. Dog, I wasn't even watching the Oscars. Well, no, I wasn't. That's I turned it on because of it. And, and I, I, mean, I saw I, it on. I saw it on Twitter. Dog, I was on a. I don't know if I was on a video call, and it, one people was like, "Hey, did you see Will Smith just smack Chris Rock?" And we were like, "What?" And then I was on the phone for like forty minutes with Jasmine Sharon. Shout out! And it was like, "Is this really? Is this? Huh? He slapped him on national TV over this, <laughs> man." And then you know, and Will Smith, man, the emancipation I guess didn't do so well, and he's trying his best to still stay relevant in Hollywood, man. That was that, that was crazy. I remember we did a whole we did a whole pod on that because it was like, what else are we gonna talk about? Nothing yeah. <laughs> except for this. So, hey man, but as speaking of you know movies and entertainment, so we talked about this before the pod uh, started recording. Paramount Global explore, explores the sale of majority stake of BET Media Group. This is from the Wall Street Journal. So, uh, Paramount Global, so that's Paramount Plus, CBS, Viacom, all this stuff. They're exploring selling a majority stake of BET Media Group, which includes BET, VH1, uh, things of that nature. MTV. So, of course, yeah. No, no, no. MTV is going to say part of Paramount. So Paramount owns MTV. That's not that's not part of the sale. No, no, um, I'm saying. Oh, I thought I thought that's who they own. I thought that was. Yeah, that's what they own. No, but I'm talking about what BET specifically. So obviously we know what BET is. Um, case wait, so they're gonna wait, 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 wait. So they're gonna they're gonna sell all that with it. 
just BT, BT Plus, BT Studios, and VH1. That's what's on. The, that's what's on on the okay. block. Okay, I, I didn't realize VH1 was a part of that. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. It's called. So it's so. This is a weird dynamic because obviously VH1 in its heyday had like Love and Hip Hop, which catered to black audiences. So pretty much all this, all the content that caters caters to black audiences is being sold off. Now, at the end of the article, it's a very interesting line that says, let me find it because I highlighted it. I was very, I was trying to figure all this out. Besides looking to unload assets, because the whole point is they're making this sale because they're trying to bump up Paramount Plus. Like they got Showtime trying to roll that into Paramount Plus. But a line at the end of the article is, besides looking to unload assets that may prove challenging to incorporate into Paramount Plus, Paramount Global wants to show off its balance sheet. So it's like, hold on. So you're telling me they can't roll up these BT shows into Paramount Plus? Is that difficult? That's a weird statement. But so, but here's the thing. So to your point, Paramount, which owns CBS, MTV, Nickelodeon, and Paramount Pictures, has made strengthening Paramount Plus a priority as it seeks to compete with other major streaming services as well as Disney Plus, Netflix, and HBO Max. Uh, and like I said, even though they, you know, they're selling off BT, VH1, BT Studios, but they're keeping pretty much everything else. BT, as as reported, is the only thing being sold. But here's the tricky part. What the tricky part is the wrong word? Although BT and the streaming services, BT plus have strong brands, it would be challenging to fold that service into Paramount. I still don't understand. I don't understand why not. Why? I'm telling you, it's you like just you, make a, you make a subgroup on in, in Paramount Plus for BET. Call and, it as you do with everything else. So yeah. that's very weird. But now here's what's cool. So apparently Tyler Perry owns a minority stake in BET already, which I didn't know. And he is now being rumored to buy BET. Right. And own a majority of BET. And I'm going to just say this. This is how the episode is. We don't talk about Tyler Perry enough. Like buying... Now... I don't know if you watch BET Plus. I've seen BET Plus. It's already Tyler Perry shows anyway. He already had a yeah, bunch I was going to say, it's probably BET most of most of the content on there is Tyler Perry related. But think about how crazy it is that Tyler Perry would own pretty much a network to then display his own content, right? And with, with commercial deals, because the commercial deals with Paramount were already on the stand. Um, but we don't talk about him enough, man. I mean, that's a big deal to it's a own. huge deal. BT Networks. And so BT in the BT Networks also has BT Studios, which is a production arm of BT. Also has some minority stakeholders, including Kenya Barris, Rashida Jones, and Aaron Rashawn Thomas. That okay. I didn't know. Did you know about that? No, I didn't. Yeah. So it's like, you know, with BT Studios, that's pretty cool that these these people are trying to own it. But like, hey man, shout out to Tyler Perry. This is a major move because he got the content. Right, he got the audience, and maybe he's needed a network to like say, "All right, this is what we, this is where it's gonna be. You want to find me? This is where you find me." Okay, so question is, yeah, as a consumer, how much are you willing to pay for BT, and it's gonna be on its own at this point? Well, we'll see. I mean, if if he's going to do, if he's going to go the way of streaming, right, which he might. uh and this what five ninety nine. Okay. Well, let's start before percent. before we go to streaming. Then, let's go to linear television. Mm-hmm. With everybody cutting cords and all that, do you want BET, BET as part of your as part of your package on your own on its own? Well, well, you know, some people. Well, here's the problem. Always with BET is that 
their original program has always been their issue, right? That's always been Achilles' suit. Because the truth is this: you watch BET any like during the day, it's like some movie, old movie. You're like, why is this on six times today? And then maybe like <laughs> there's an hour of original programming. So if Tyler Perry, who we know, just be cranking out stuff, maybe he adds to it. Uh, but I think also the the power of BET is that it's the only network that reaches African Americans significantly. Like there, we got TV one, but doesn't it doesn't just, it doesn't move numbers like B the BET. So to answer right. your question, I think there's still a place for BET, even if people aren't watching it. It's just like, hey, we just can't ignore this group of people that they target. You know, okay. we we just can't ignore, it. and it might be part of a general package per se of just like, all right, it's. It's more basic cable. Where you're just going to get it because we because we got it. Uh, and I think of the way, and, and also too, as I said before, they're keeping the commercial deals with Paramount until they expire. So I imagine whatever deal is already in place, BET was just going to be part of that right now. Like this might be a 2030 issue, right? Of it's like, you know, but but by that point, and by that point, it could be a completely different marketplace. It, Exactly, because I mean, it might it might be everything streaming. So, because making sure BET Plus is straight right. might be the wave, right? Yeah, uh, who who knows? The core might be. I mean, well, you know, shout out to Xfinity Comcast. Of course, the core never going never going to be cut. So I was going to stay intact. <laughs> shout out to Comcast, <laughs> but just in case for them for them sucker MCs that choose to go <laughs> to streaming only, having BET Plus, you know, isn't a bad thing, especially if you got the content on it to make it happen. And Tyler Perry is the perfect guy to do that. But we don't talk about him enough. This is a really, really big move. Like, Tyler Perry gets overlooked as a mogul. When we think of mogul, we think of who? Jay-Z, Diddy. Diddy. Who else? Black and Black. Oprah. Yeah. Uh, but Tyler Perry kind of got has him. His, has he, his own studio. He got a, got an own movie studio. Like, they coming yeah. to him. They Marvel, Marvel, Marvel movies are, are coming are to him at, at, at Tyler Perry Studios. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, you just got something to sneeze at. So um, shout, out, shout out to Tyler Perry, man. The two Eddie Murphy movies uh, he did with Netflix. Uh, Dolomite. Dolomite. And then uh, Coming to America 2. Both were mm-hmm. filmed at Tyler Perry Studios. So That's not nothing. That's, yeah. yeah. It's not nothing. So, you know, you know, I'm, I'm going to tag Tyler Perry, too, in the, in the show notes. Because just in case he want to get in the podcast, we have one that's already rolling. That's come right. on, come on, Tyler. We love your stuff. So, <laughs> yo, but uh, yesterday was International Women's Day. As I know, we record, we usually record Wednesday because they start saying International Women's Day. So, we want to salute all the women out there that are making it happen. Uh, this year's theme for International Women's Day is embrace equity, not equality, but equity. So, just for people who don't know, obviously, equity. Equality is one thing. That means you're giving everybody the same thing. And that's not always right because just because I give you the same thing as everybody else doesn't mean that works for you. Um, but we're talking about equity, which means everybody has the opportunity to have an equal head start. So quartermashable.com. So Mattel is honoring some women via their Barbie dolls to honor women in STEM. So Lisa McKnight, Executive Vice President and Global Head of Barbie and Doll said in a statement, STEM is a field where women are severely underrepresented, and our hope is that honoring these seven leaders in science and technology will encourage girls to follow their passion in the field. So some women that will be kind of uh, honored via these Barbie dolls, Janet Washkiki and her sister Susan, 
One is she's one is a longtime YouTube CEO. The other is the professor of pediatrics and epidemiology at UCFS. Uh, Anne Washkiki, co-founder and CEO of a company, Dr. Maggie Adderman Pocock. Uh, she's a space and science educator. Dr. Botus, I'm, I'm sorry, ladies, I'm butchering their names. Marine researcher and microbiologist. Uh, Yinwa Lee, co-founder in ETU Education, and another one, Katia, electrical engineer and science show host. So just trying to uh, honor women with the, via this International Women's Day and, of course, uh, women, March is Women's History Month. So make sure if you want to support some young girls and make sure you check out these Barbie dolls. Uh, and also want to shout out to the women in my family for International Women's Month. We try every week, as we did with Black History Month, Going to focus on something that is uh, highlighting inter International Women's Month. I know the United Nations, their theme for Women, Women's History Month is digital, kind of closing the gender gap in the science and technology field. Say that again. Digital. Digital. Yeah. So digit digital, but a a l l. So you know, digital including all. Okay, everyone. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So again, okay. again, I mean, you know, because it's not that women. Uh, aren't capable of being in STEM and, and building things from the digital landscape. You say they don't have the opportunities to do so, right? And the gender gap is real. Uh, you know, all this stuff is is very very real. So we want to make sure that we are acknowledging the women that are here. You know, and making making the world go round uh, to make sure that we have the world that we have. So happy at International Women's Day, Happy Women's History Month. Like I say, every week we are going to feature something about women to make sure that you know on the SDP, we love you and we appreciate you. So again, if you have some young girls in your life, check out the new Barbie doll uh, segment that are honoring women in STEM. So as today is March 9th, so this is something that you and I lived through. Uh, this is the day that Biggie was killed out in LA, Soul Train Music Awards, man. I remember vividly being in high school a year after Pac got killed, and it was, well, a few months after Pac got yeah, killed. Yeah, it wasn't even a year. A few yeah. months after Pac killed, and Biggie got killed. And it's like, man, it's like Biggie was 20, 20, 24, 25 years old. Not even that old, man. You know? What do you remember, what do you remember about that time? Um, I remember the whole East West, East Coast, West Coast beef or whatever. And mm -hmm. uh, you, you were having the two sides you know you, you, like you really had to it was like I'm, crazy I'm east coast i'm east coast i'm west coast you know it's like we live in chicago like, what well, are we man, doing I, I like dre i like snoop i i like mob deep i like i like tribe called quest you know and you know so you had to you had to pick a side and uh so that that was weird but then i remember the um that sunday because it, it was a sunday morning that i found out that uh, Biggie got killed, and that, that was man, that was tough to swallow. Because remember, we were we were waiting for his, his second album to come out. His second ah. album was coming out right, right, right at that point. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, that was that was a tough pill to swallow. And, and obviously, coming coming out of Tupac, like man, what is going on here? Um, and yeah, the follow up album came out a few weeks later, and that was what an album. What yeah, album. I, so he's gone, I, gone way too soon. Because you know what, what, what could have been, yeah. you know, after after that, after that project, you know. 
I mean, like you look at Jay Z, right, and how he's changed and morphed over the years. Like you wouldn't. Have, I feel like Notorious, Notorious would have like lost a gang of weight, would have been on like Biggest Loser or something like that. It just would have been a whole different guy. You never like, know. I mean, it just would have been a different dude. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, but you know that was impactful because, well, one for two reasons. I remember my mentor worked for Vibe Magazine at the time. It's funny I ended up working for Vibe Magazine too, and I remember he gave me a double disc, like it it had for promotional use only on the on the front. I was, I, it was like, yo, I got I got a real deal, like you know. Freeze. Wait, so wait, wait, when 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 did you get it? I got it like before before you ninjas did. I had it before y'all did. That's for sure. <laughs> Wait, I had it early, was it, Jack? Was it before the hypnotized video came out? Yeah, man. I had yeah. it early. Dude, he gave it to me. Say, hey, dog, he wants his big. I went, yeah. And then it was like, it said promotional use only. Yeah. Do not distribute. Remember those tags? I was like, uh, what? I'm, I'm hating. I'm yeah, hating. bro. I had it for all you ninjas. Sure did. <laughs> like, you see, I heard hypnotized, but have you heard the other uh, joints though? No, not yet. Okay, you just wait a few months, wait a couple weeks. Uh, uh yeah, man. But I, I remember that vividly, and it's like, man, this is this is an awesome album. That's it. Right. And I mean that that still is fire. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Day, oh, yeah. I know that's one of the few double discs that you can just about listen to front. From from song one on disc one to however many songs are on disc two, this song song twelve on disc two, was is more more than that. Very true. Yeah, because Ready to Die is you know it, it's a classic, but I think it's a classic. It's from not. Like, you, I don't from, think you could. Yeah. You can't listen to Ready to Die from from cover to cover. No, it, it's it, it's joints on there that's like that are like yeah, this is it, and I think it yeah. represents like this is New York hip hop back coming back, but rarely yeah. rated. Wait a minute. Life, life after death. Like, yeah, yeah. This, 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 this deal. That was man. That was that was a hell of an hour. Like, ready to die. Like I said, it was. It had. I think it had five, five good tracks on it. And a lot of a lot of tracks. We think people think that a lot of tracks are remixes that we that we remember. Right. Like, like one one more chance, chance was that's not a remix that we the, like. Right. 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 The original one more chance is on there, but that's not the one that everyone loves. It's the remix yeah. that everybody that everybody loves. So. um so yeah, it's just just what what could have been. Maybe it was what twenty five years old, man. Yeah, man, very young, very young. And I think because we were so, we was like, you know, we're not, we weren't far from Biggie's age. We're juniors in high school, you know. Yeah. And it's like, wow, seniors. this is a seniors. Guy. Are, we were seniors. Were we seniors? Yeah, we were seniors. Yeah. I thought he died ninety five. Okay. No, no, um, he died ninety seven. Pop got ninety five. Okay. Pac right, in 90, right. 96, September of 96. I'm yeah. Wow, yeah. 95. Okay. Yeah. No bad. You're right. And so, but it was still just like, yo, you know, this is like we're getting we're coming to our adulthood, adulthood being almost 18. And it was I remember thinking just like, oh, it's real out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this is this is for real. And it, I remember just in the community, it was like, yo, we're gonna really kill each other over over this. Yeah, over this stuff, you know, it was it was silliness, man. Yeah, it really was silliness. And and just now being in our forties, looking back, it's like, yo, Biggie and Pac were very, very young. Yeah, and it's like they're tied to each other forever. It's just, it's just, it's just the truth in what it is, man. And you know, the word is like, you know, who knows what? Ha- I think Diddy would have been Diddy no matter what happened. But it's like, you know, he became a solo artist after all of this happens. It's like, yeah, we well, felt you felt like he had just to. Yeah, just to 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 save the label at that point, and and then he becomes 
Diddy. Yeah. And now, you know, you see you see what's what. But, you know, I know we talk about his music and whatnot, but, you know, you got to think again about his mom and think about Faith. And that's their child, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the loss they can never recover. So yeah, well, yeah, he had two kids, right? Yeah, yeah, the daughter, yeah, son and the daughter. Before. Yeah, but she yeah. never really hear about her daughter. Maybe maybe that's on purpose. Um, but it's like you know, you, you we think about yeah, he didn't make these records and blah blah blah. But the people still lost a, a son, a father, a husband. Yeah, yeah, you know, those are real people. Yeah, man. So shout out to Biggie, shout out to Biggie and Bad Boy. Uh, Dream Mafia. It's like be out here source awards, dog. Bad boy, Dream Mafia. <laughs> Dream Mafia. You don't want the producers. You want all the producers. up in your videos. Oh, <laughs> <Come to> death <laughs> Row. That was a wild time, man. Man, it was. It was like watching TV. You were scared to watch TV. Like, hey, uh, dog. Like, it's like it's like you said. You like had to pick. It was like we already yeah. pick a BGD or BD. Like, I got to pick my West Side or East Side too. Man. I I can't listen to the music I want to listen to. I can't even. I, first, I can't walk home, and I can't buy the right record in the record store. Doggone! Oh man. So, as last thing before we get out of here, man. So, so you guys, I talk about a lot. My favorite podcast is Playing English by Derek Thompson, and he had a couple episodes about happiness, and you know, it made me. It, it stopped me because. And I think about myself. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm always transparent on the pod. Just the last few weeks, as I feel like I've been running, you know, I know for you the last couple of weeks, you've been running and it feels like everybody's running. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, we running for what? And, you know, like, like T.I. said in that song, is you happy? And, you know, it's like, truly, are we happy? Right. Cause, cause in, in Derek Thomas, Thomas episode, he was asking the question about happiness. Like at part one, Talked about what's the key to adult happiness. Ended up being exercise. I mean, not to ruin it for you, you still listen to the episode, but ended up being exercise is the key to happiness. But in part two, we explore why teen, why so many teenagers are unhappy, right? And it's like they they have the generation of so much knowledge and, and social media, so on and so forth. But it got me thinking about just like, are we happy? Because it feels like everybody is running. And what are we running from or running to or running, you know? Because we, we're just staying so busy and feel like we're busier. Like, you know, we talked, our show started in the pandemic. And even though the pandemic sucked for a very, you know, a, a reason that rhymes with Movid, uh, it was more, was more, but in that time we were in our just homes and with our families and just sitting, we started kind of getting to like a base level of, well, this is what happy is. And now, of course, that we're back outside and we're moving and we're doing what we got to do. It seems like people fall, we're falling back into the trap of trying to find happy versus being happy. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, and, you know, you hear this term a lot about self-care. I make fun of people. Like, I was, man, okay, I'm going to say it. I hope she ain't listening. I, you know, I don't think she's listening. No way. So it's cool. It's like, I know a woman on Instagram. It was like, she was, it, it said, oh, being, being a parent is hard. But the next picture was about her on vacation. It was like, which one is it? And so, and I'm saying that, that to say is like, you know, people throw this word self-care around and it usually just means like, I'm going to be lazy today. But self-care is a real thing. Like, I think, you know, we get into this space where we are competing with either one is this false person that we think we should be. Number one, and number two, we're also comparing ourselves to other people. And that's kind of where Instagram and Facebook 
jam us up because we think we we are not living what we're supposed to be. I, I'm I'm of the mind. Compare yourself to yourself. Are you better than you were yesterday? That's the only, that's the only real metric you can really um, look into. But I wanted to read through these five. Is it five? Uh, this is on verywellmind.com and just, you know, why self-care is important. Because I feel like, you know, we we are in grind mode all the time and whatever that means. But that's actually false because like you got to, you, you're, you're no good if you if you run down, right? It's like you're no, you're no good to anybody if you're run down. And we've been tricked to think that like we got to always be working, Always be grinding. And yeah, people making money doing things, but you know, if you ask them, are they really happy with what they're doing? Most times, you know, they're not like, you know, they I've I've heard a few surveys of people on their deathbeds, and it was never, I should have worked more. I should have made more money. It's always spend, spend more time with my loved ones, spend yeah. more time with my family members, you know. But it, you know, we believe that that makes it better for them. You're on your way out, damn! I really wanted to get that Bentley. Like, ah, I never got that report done. Ah. <laughs> so, according to the site, why self care is so important? It reduces anxiety and depression, reducing stress and improving resilience, improving happiness, increases energy, reduces burnout, stronger interpersonal relationships. That's a big deal, man. So, here's a few. Some pillars of self-care, different types of self-care. So physical self-care. So are you getting enough sleep? Now, I will say, this is where I do not care for myself. Man, I went to see, dude, 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 shout out to Westside. I went to see Quantum Mania again. Is, oh, so you finished it. You finished it this time. Oh, oh barely. Barely, bro. Sit for falling asleep. <laughs> but, it's, but it's like. Maybe it was just a bad movie. I don't know, man. I think it's me. I don't know. But here's the thing. But here's his physical self-care. Are you getting getting adequate sleep? Is your diet fueling your body well? Are you taking charge of your health? Are you getting, getting enough exercise? Like these are very simple things. Like going to sleep is a very simple thing that I know. I'm not even talking about y'all. I know I need to do better at, right? Uh, social self-care. Are you getting enough face-to-face -face time with your friends? What are you doing to nurture your relationships with your friends and family? This is what social media kind of got us jammed up because because we're liking pictures and, you know, DMing people, you know, making comments on people's pages. We're thinking we are connecting with folks, but nothing beats just seeing your friends, right? Nothing beats seeing your family. I try to visit my parents every weekend. Well, I see them every Wednesday, obviously. You guys know about family night. See them every weekend. Come on, parents, every day. Because you need that, like, face-to-face -face time or like person-to-person -person interaction and all those social media, you know, social media is a good thing. We get to reach out to people very quickly and shrink our world, but that can't be your only mode of connecting with people. We need person-to-person -person interaction. Uh, mental self-care. Are you making enough time for activities that mentally stimulate you? Are you doing proactive things to help you stay mentally healthy? I mean, and Dr. Williams is always talking about read a book, Read a book, read. A book. I felt bad, dog. I was on a work call. Say shout out to the to the gig, and they mentioned two books that we should read. As they are on my bookshelf, Doctor Williams will be sad, man. And they was like, "Yeah, you guys got this book." I was like, "Yeah, I got it." You about this book? Yeah, I got it. You read it? No, I'm sorry. I haven't. 
I have read it's been on here for a year. It's, it's, it's in the queue. That's all. It's in the queue. Yeah, man. Look, man, you know, you know me, man. Honest John, man. It was like, doggone it. I didn't read that. <laughs> I didn't read these books. And this is right there. But it's like, are, are we keeping our mind simulating? And you know, we I've I've mentioned it before. I was on Instagram for seven hours a week per my phone uh activity report. Uh, you know, trying to get that down, dog. Cause it's like, for what? Why am I on here so much, man? Does doesn't make sense. Yeah. It really doesn't make sense. I agree with that. Man. So number four, spiritual self-care. What questions do you ask yourself about your life and your experience? Are you engaging spiritual practices that you find fulfilling? So, you know, for me, I'm a Christian and I go, I go to church every Sunday. I mean, I've been going to church every Sunday all my life. And I think one thing the older I get is really about am what am I doing? Am, am I trying to do stuff that I'm not strong enough to do, right? Am I doing God's job versus my job, right? You know, there's something I just can't do. And I'm stressing out about it. And it's like, that's what God is for. Like that's what, you know, that as, as my faith lends itself toward that. But for spiritual self-care, like, are you are you tapping into, like, how do you feel about life? And what and what does it mean to you? What's your experience? Like what practices are you doing to center yourself or connect to your high power? Again, for me, I'm a Christian. So it's like that, that's what I know I'm trying to do and do more of. And that's that's self-care because it's like I'm not just I'm not just leaving it up to any kind of quote unquote chance. I'm trying to connect something different. I think that's part of self-care as well. Just just whatever your faith may be. I just know what mine is. And emotional self-care. Do you have healthy ways to process your emotions? Do you incorporate activities into your life that help you feel recharged? Like, I will say this, man. I don't think people as have pro- learn how to process their emotions, right? They, they, we've learned to suppress them or mask them instead of processing them and talking about them. So we end up being people who don't know how to properly articulate our emotions to other folks, right? Like, I think, you know, it's like, you can't say, hey, man, I don't have it today. Like, I mean, I hope you remind me since out of school, but you said, hey, Rob, hey, man, I'm tired, man. I need a couple of days. And it was like, all right, cool. You know, yeah. and you know, I'm a, I'm a stickler for the pie. You you know this. It's like, hey, we got to do it. We got yeah, you got to do it, dog. We can't miss. But hey, man, I understand. Bro, if, if you ain't yourself, we can't do the pie. It's just right. what it is. That's emotional self-care. And I feel like we don't have, we for whatever reason, we can't be honest with ourselves about, hey, I need a break. Because it feels like that's being weak or it feels like it's being, that we're not grinding enough. And that's like the biggest lie ever, man. I mean, you, you got to recharge the batteries at some point. I mean, you know, we hear about students on Michael Jordan never sleeping in Barcelona or never resting, but that nigga slept. I don't care what y'all. I don't care what y'all say. He slept somewhere. I'll leave it at that. Uh, but he said somewhere, somewhere. And, and do you? And don't mess up my Jordans, uh, Mister Jordan. I'm sorry, Jordan ones and threes, size twelve. Uh, do you incorporate <laughs> activities into your life to help you feel recharged? And that's, that's something that we need to evaluate personally. Like, do you do you do things that recharge you? Like. Do you know it recharges you, right? Like, do we even do we even know that? Like this, and, and conversely, 
what are the things that take away your energy? Are you still participating in these things? Are you still around these people? But this is only inventory you can take if you take the time to sit down and ask yourself these questions. If you're just kind of rolling, you never know. You're just kind of dealing with the same people and things. So I encourage you guys to self-care, not that fake self-care where it's like you was all right, you just came back from vacation and, and you took a day off. No, real self-care for, for us who really out here like not stopping it and who needs the self-care. So that's that. And that's our episode for today. I miss anything is? No, I think you covered it all. We talked, I did. We talked about a whole lot today, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, make sure you check us out on hp53productions.com for our mer her 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 and also our additional content. And we appreciate you listening. Make sure you leave a review wherever you get your podcast. Let me listen. Listen. I know we missed a week last week, but we still are a five star episode and five star show. I mean, four is just like it's just a star is one away. Three, we're not that mid. Two and one, I mean, now you're just being me. So just give us a five star, and we can. And we're, we're, we're good. You know what I mean? So uh, from from Ez and myself, we appreciate you checking us out. Make sure you check us out every week. Make sure you like, share, friend. <laughs> like, shit, I'm sleepy. Make sure you like, share with a friend. Don't shake your friends unless y'all into that kind of stuff. You can share make, friends. You can share it. You can share a friend. I mean, you know, a few few beverages. No matter what, yeah. what the bike my yeah. my may go down. Hell, <laughs> but take care of yourselves and each other. Hey, mama, this is the Super Duper Podcast. Do the case stand for kamikaze? The J's silent, it's everywhere. You can feel them falling. Sure, lately, I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further, and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This is.